Hey, it's Alicia, and you're listening to Indie 1023, joined in the studio by Devochka for another Indie session. Three quarters of the band Devochka. We've got Jeannie Schroeder, Tom Hagerman, as well as Nick Yarada joining us. Sean King, not here. But we have Sarah Parkinson, the executive director of the Boulder Philharmonic. They're collaborating on a show coming up at Mackey Auditorium on May 6th. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to the studio. Oh, thanks for having us back. Well, you're going to play some songs for us today. And part of these arrangements are going to be what we hear when you have your show in Boulder, right? Yes, that's right. We should mention that Sarah is also our piano player today in case you're listening and not watching. We're going to start us off with a cover today. What are you going to play? So this one is called The Hot Burrito Number 1 by the Flying Burrito Brothers. It's really Graham Parsons' band. I think most people know him more than the Flying Burrito Brothers. He's just a great songwriter and whose light was kind of snuffed out too short, too quickly, and we've always loved playing this song.
It's Indy 1023 Devochka with Hot Burrito Number One, a cover of the Flying Burrito Brothers. The band is joined by Sarah Parkinson of the Boulder Philharmonic. I'm wondering, how did this collaboration come together for you all? We've been doing shows with the Colorado Symphony Orchestra for years, and we've always wanted to play with the Boulder Phil. And it turns out that Tom and Sarah have been playing together for seven or eight years now in the group Grand Orchestra Navarre, and they play around town all the time. I highly, highly recommend seeing them. So through that connection, we were able to convince Sarah to let us do our show in Boulder. And it just so happens that our music director, Michael Butterman, has been wanting to work with you guys since 2006 when he joined the Phil. So, oh, but, um, but he is not <laughs> conducting this show. Actually, oh. Sarah is conducting the show, which is extra special. So Michael wasn't available. So um, it just happened that since Tom and I have been making music together for so long, and even in, during COVID, uh, Nick joined us for a few shows, right? Yeah, yeah. We sometimes some... they let me sing with the band. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeannie and I, Jeannie and I, kind of cornered Sarah at the Grand Orchestra show that we did back in December and convinced her to conduct. Right. And it didn't yes. take much, really. <laughs> so that's coming up on May sixth at Mackey Auditorium. How many orchestra members will be joining you and Devochka? About fifty. Yeah. How do you how do you decide on something like that? So uh, the instrumentation is up to these guys because they've provided the charts. You know, when we we did the Colorado Symphony shows early on, they very graciously let us record it. And so the instrumentation is just based on the idea that we would make this the coolest record we could possibly make with the biggest band in town, I guess, you know. (laughs) Ah, and this is your first time playing Mackey Auditorium after, you know, like over 20 years together as a band. Yeah, it's pretty special for us. I first met Tom at the music school there at CU. And, uh, I played in Boulderville, actually, yeah. many, many years ago. I actually saw Tom That's play right. there. We, I remember we did Star yeah. Wars. They did Star show. Wars. Yeah. Oh, Jeannie was there. Yeah, so it's been a long time coming. We're really excited to play in that legendary venue. You guys have worked with symphonies all over the country. What do you enjoy about expanding your sound in this way? Well, I'll start this one. That was my original idea when I started this band. I wanted to get away from the two guitars bass keyboards. That's why I found Tom and Jeannie and Sean. And, you know, on each album, we tried to have more and more string players. And we started collaborating with some of the actual string players from the CSO. And we just got more and more ambitious and just wanted a bigger, bigger sound. And luckily, we have Tom Hagerman, who did all the arrangements with the orchestra. I kind of feel like the symphony orchestra is sort of the ultimate color palette for music generally i think you can do so much with the symphony and it's amazing to make i wouldn't i don't want to say two-dimensional music into something that's three or four you know multi-dimensional all over the place it's just uh an amazing opportunity really to make things a lot more grand and colorful and and bring out what the song is all about yeah i think your music calls out for it too right it's just it's the core of it um i feel like you can hear you can hear those orchestral colors even in the original format. 
Yeah, the music is bigger than mm-hmm. its original arrangement. I love that. Sarah, what has this collaboration been like for you? You know, we heard you talking about working with Tom in the past and even collaborating with Nick, but to bring this to the Boulder Philharmonic and make their songs come to life. Since 2018, I've uh, sort of stepped off the piano bench and onto the podium, um, mostly through opera conducting. So to have, not that Nick's an opera singer, a different style and a different genre to work with, I think it's really an exciting way to expand my own work as an artist. It's in his blood, though. What? He's Italian. That's true. (laughs) It's true. So yeah, I think I think just always challenging myself to do something new, and that's what Tom's music does for me, and Grand Orchestra as well. Mm. So, how do you guys choose your set list for this? There's so many incredible Davachka songs. Again, you take on a few covers. What? How do you choose a set list? How do you go about I, this? I send out a bunch of emails <laughs> that go on. Yeah, give us the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and well, then and then I panic and I put together <laughs> the set list, and then we change it all when yeah. when we finally get everybody <laughs> together. It's a, yeah, it's a trial and error. But kind of um, but the thing process. about set lists with symphonies are it's funny. Be, it's not funny. It's it's just that there's so many people in moving parts that you kind of need to decide that ahead of time because you just have to get parts and folders into the musicians and figure out who's going to be hired for the you know orchestra if there's like a you know third bassoon part or something. You know you need to decide that stuff. So. If you're just tuning in, Davachka joins us in the studio. They're going to be playing with the Boulder Philharmonic at Mackey Auditorium on May 6th. How about give us a couple more songs? What's up next? This one is going back to our album, Mad and Faithful Telling, and it's called Along the Way.
except what is this life with no love along the way and you know you know
easy there, cousin. There's a storm coming. Better board up all your windows and your doors. And there is a divine purpose lying just below the surface. You're the one that I was. Our studio. This is Indie 1023. That was Devochka with Done With Those Days, which you can find on their 2018 record, This Night Falls Forever. Tell me something about that song that nobody might not know. We were thinking about making a video for the song. I was always, and it's sort of about getting ready for a storm, you know, metaphorically or physically. I always really admired storm chasers. And I found out that people have been doing it, you know, since the turn of the century. People have not been shy about going up to the base of a storm and trying to take pictures. And uh, we just sort of came up with the idea of what would a, a really old retro storm chaser look like. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Marchin, our video director, and I drove out into the plains of eastern Colorado without any kind of a plan. And you can kind of see it in the video. We actually had a little twister make an appearance while we were filming. It's the real deal, and we kind of live in the foot of twister country. So it added a nice little piece of reality to the song and the video. And I dragged the band out in this old vintage car <laughs> out into the, I think we were in uh, Wyoming at this point filming, and uh, we got caught in a torrential downpour when we had no top on the car. <laughs> that tracks for Wyoming, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it was a pretty memorable experience. I love seeing your guys' music come to life. And Sarah, I'm wondering for you collaborating with Devochka, what's it like communicating what you and the band want out of, you know, this this music that you're bringing to the orchestra? Yeah, I love that. I think having Sean right there in front of me with the sort of the heartbeat of the, you know, being the center is the glue that holds us all together. And then to have sort of my feelers out, my collaborative piano <laughs> um, feelers out to, to listen and um, listen in a new way. I think that's the bit, that's the biggest part that brings us all together. So the show is coming up on May 6th. It is at Mackey Auditorium in Boulder. That's Devochka with the Boulder Philharmonic. So beyond preparing for this show, guys, uh, Nick, I know you also score for film and television. People know Little Miss Sunshine and Paddington and so much more. Uh, What else have you been working on during the last couple of years scoring-wise? I just finished a show that's actually airing right now that's really fun and a nice piece of escapism, uh, not too heavy on the drama. It's called Animal Control. That's a comedy, right? Yeah, with Joel McHale, and it was a really fun experience to score show like that it was very lighthearted and quirky. How about you guys, Tom and, and Jeannie? What have you guys been up to besides 
the Devochka universe? Um, I've been doing a lot of arranging. In fact, I did Nathaniel Rateless show at that Harry Nilsson thing and stuff. Um, but that was just a transcription job. That was listening to the record and just writing down the record because they lost the charts in the 70s, probably <laughs> due to massive drug use or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know who lost those charts. Tom, right. Tom's like the go-to guy for no, I do. I do some of the arrangements for, for, yeah. for rock shows here in town with the CSO. And I'm doing, uh, what am I doing? OPO coming May 21st at Red Rocks. We're doing, we're this little orchestra around his um, electronic wizardry. I'm doing a Soft Wonderbound bond. show again in a year. Great. So, yeah. And Jeannie? One cool thing that I've been doing, I have a student who's going to, who, got the opportunity to perform with an orchestra that's called the Wild Beautiful Orchestra. You have to uh, prepare an audition piece to be able to perform with them, and then they do a concert with students that are maybe never going to get an opportunity to perform with an orchestra. It's such an exciting chance for them. So that's coming up here in about two weeks. Great. I'm excited about that. (laughs) Can I also plug that Jeannie does the tuba Christmas here every year? She conducts it. And uh, organizes the Tuba Christmas. If you've never seen it, it's quite a, it's quite a show. It happens right on, on Capitol Hill um, or at the, in, at the Denver Center. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah, for you, what's happening with the Boulder Philharmonic? Or there's something in, in Creed, Colorado, a festival later this year? Yeah. So uh, that's with our band, Grand Orchestra Navarre. Uh, Tom and I will head up to Creed with Sue and Evan to play up there. A really eclectic weekend on Labor Day weekend. Do you guys have a lot more tour dates coming up in, in the near future? We're hoping to get back out there in the, in the fall. We're going to kick things off at the Levitt Pavilion here in town. Yeah, um, on June 3rd. On June 3rd. That was kind of our, uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, we were fortunate enough to play, I think, like the first weekend that the pandemic was officially over. And you could really feel it yeah. in, in the atmosphere. And um, yeah, we had a couple of false starts. We went on tour last year and... We all got COVID the first time we tried. <laughs> I, know, I um, saw that yeah. online. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think we're out of the woods and we're, yeah, we're going to try and do a lot more. What's been inspiring you guys lately? Uh, you know, I, I just, I appreciate the fact that we can go out and, and actually play music again and work and live relatively normally despite everything. It's yeah, I, I think nice. playing to a live audience, once that has, was taken away from you as a musician and performer, you, you, you appreciate it tenfold now that it's back. Yeah, experiencing live music with other people, there really is no other feeling like that. Exactly. And wow. as a concert goer, it's it's just so incredible. Yeah, the show that you guys did at Levitt um, two summers ago, that was my first show back. Um, Us too, yeah. Post-pandemic or <laughs> however we're supposed to talk about that now. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you. Your last record was out in 2018. Are you guys recording anything new? What can you tell us? Well, I did write a bunch of songs during the pandemic, and we've been a little precious about getting them on tape, but we we do have plans to get them out to the world soon. That's great. And you guys are going to play us one more song, but before we do it, I got to mention that uh, I've noticed this song go viral on TikTok as well as a few other Devochka songs. Do you guys know about this? Like the kids on TikTok love your music and then they, you know, perform doing their things to your guys' songs. Do you guys get any credit or what do you think about this? Uh, we think it's amazing. Right? You know, we're so happy that kids are still into our music. We we haven't been that active on TikTok, but of course all of our kids are mm-hmm. and show me the money Alicia <laughs> I know 
Well, Let me call up that, TikTok real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that ship may have sailed, but I, there are other, you know, there's other uh, rewards for that sort of exposure, you know. Yeah. Well, the final song you're going to play for us is the iconic How It Ends.
Devachka in our studio with the song How It Ends. As we wrap up our time with them, you can see them at Mackey Auditorium on May 6th. Their first show at the magnificent Mackey ever. After playing together for over 20 years, you can also see them June 3rd at Levitt Pavilion here in Denver. Thank you all so much for coming by and sharing your musical gifts with us today. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Thanks for having us, Alicia. Yeah. Yeah, thank you.